What's up my crypto junkies? Glad you tuned back in. It's your boy, Big Money Sunny, here at Crypto Kid Podcast. So today we're gonna be talking about Naib Bukele, who is the president of El Salvador, and he is creating a Bitcoin city. It is gonna be one of the most marvelous things I ever heard about, seen for future references, and I'm pretty sure it's going to live up to its true potential. I'm going to be talking about that in the next segment. The second segment is going to be about story time. And it's just going to be a little book review on No One Gets Out of Here Alive. For those of you who have been listening to this podcast channel for a while, know that I am a vivid fan of Jim Morrison and The Doors. The guy was just unbelievable in his time and era especially during the hippie era. Got the flower power, make love, not war, all of that. So make sure you stay tuned in. I read the book. I thought it was great. And I'm just going to give some thoughts and opinions. And basically my review on why you should read that book especially those who are in the entertainment industry I think it'll help you a lot with your career with your pursuit of happiness in life the guy was a genius straight brilliant I tell you so hopefully you all stay tuned in and let's get on with the show What's up, my crypto junkies? I'm glad you tuned back in the Crypto Kid podcast. So we're going to be talking about an extravagant city in the making of El Salvador on Oceanside near a volcano. So Bukele is in the works with a project. And... He got inspired by Alexander the Great and when he built these extravagant cities, legendary, he wanted to bring that to his country, especially with today's technology going on. And he wanted to be on top of the totem pole when it comes to technology, advancement of the future. So it's a great thing that this is, that the city is in the midst of showing the world how great blockchain technology and cryptocurrency is going to be in the future. 
he this this guy he is ahead of the game. I tell you, he is he knows what's up. And if you want to get a chance to see him here in the United States, he's going to be in Miami at the Bitcoin conference early April 2022. So make sure you check it out that out. Get your tickets. They're selling fast. Just a little side note. The city that's being built by a volcano, it kind of kind of reminds me of of Pompeii a little bit. But hopefully that doesn't happen for many years to come. Shout out to Barbados meeting with the founder of Tron, Justin Sun. Hopefully we could get more cryptocurrency cities out there like El Salvador's doing. And here's going to be something unique about the Bitcoin city near the volcano. It is going to be powered by geothermal energy to run the computers. Who's, if you've been invested in intrigued by cryptocurrency or blockchain technology, this is something huge and groundbreaking. And you already know that. So mainly this is for those who don't really know about cryptocurrency. And if you don't have very much due diligence about the technology, you should definitely talk to somebody that has a little bit more experience in that field. Then again, this is really new. I mean, we're only just over a decade since Bitcoin has been created. It's taken, and it's moving at rapid pace here, no doubt. And it's only a matter of time where everybody's going to be using cryptocurrency and blockchain technology for their businesses, for inventions, for rocket building. You know, the sky's the limit. Literally, you could leave so many dents in this universe with this technology. The possibilities are enormous. There are no technical plans for the project has been disclosed. Not yet anyways, but they will. Bukele promised that it will be very close to a volcano whose thermal energy will power Bitcoin mining as well as the city's needs. So it's not just the energy that he's going after, it's going after production of food, production of, of travel, tourism, 
finances. And I've talked about the two financial advisors over the summer that told me that Bitcoin is here to stay and it's not going anywhere. It's absolutely true. These are these are men that are professionals in their industry that get paid to give financial advice. And they're saying, yeah, this is something that you should definitely hold on to and take seriously. Now, they weren't super clear on when it's actually going to take over the world. It might not be in their generation. They're a little bit older men. If I do ever have kids, it might even be after they have kids is when everybody will be using crypto cryptocurrency. It would be it would become a household name. El Salvador has the natural resources to generate energy, but it does not have the infrastructure we must remember that we are one of the poorest countries in the region said Jose Miguel Cruz director of research at the Kimberly Green Latin America and Caribbean Center at Florida International University. That money could be invested in health and education. Along the lines with more of the city's needs. And hopefully this starts a domino effect. Like after one knocks over, it kicks over another one. And it just keeps going and going and going and going until the whole world is filled with blockchain and cryptocurrency. Oh, here's a fun fact. Did you know that we all have uh, shortages in computer chips for mining cryptocurrencies? So once the shortages end, then we will really be working on something on a movement that's not going to be stopped you already can't stop it people are working with what they have filled by back coin back bonds doubling down on his bet to hone in the crypto to fill investments in a Central America country. Although Bukele is a popular president, opinion polls show El Salvadorians are skeptical about his love of Bitcoin and its bumpy introduction has fueled protest against the government now if you're listening to this in El Salvador your president is 
a brilliant man and he is definitely ahead of his time and he knows what kind of prosperity this is going to bring to your nation. And it very well damn could make you one of the richest countries in the world. You never know. But this man needs the support of his citizens, his nation. Without you guys, he's not going to be able to do it. And this is something that is genuinely good. It's for good purposes. It's not something fucked up. You know what I mean? It's just, it's not for world control. It's not for dominance. It's something to help people elevate in their class. In their social, in their social society. And then you guys and girls are going to be able to help other countries to carry on that legacy. You're going to give the motivation to Barbados, to China, to Mexico, to Canada, to South Africa, anywhere basically. And you will basically be counted as the founding fathers of a cryptocurrency nation. So get on his side. He, he means well. He knows what he's doing. And he's a very intelligent guy. And he's going to be someone to be remembered for the rest of the world lasts, I guess. I don't know. Until the world ends, he will be remembered. But this is just the start. I'm really excited to see how many other countries follow suit and what this guy is doing. And hopefully... Other world leaders copy in his footsteps. They they take the torch from his hands and carry their own legacies. So that's about it for this episode. Make sure you turn tune in to the story time in the next segment. And if you found this show helpful to your cryptocurrency education please share this on your social media even though i'm not an expert i try my best and hopefully it helps you with your journeys take it easy and peace out what's up my little peeps glad you tuned back into the best part of the episode so, my book review about Nobody Gets Out Here Alive, and it's a biography of Jim Morrison.
okay, the lead singer of The Doors. He died at a very young age. And let me just tell you, this guy knew what he was doing when he was being outrageous on stage, performing, just, if I didn't know about him, I would think this guy is a fool. And really, it just, he's just plain brilliant. He knew the industry that he was in. And I've been a long Jim Morrison fan. My dad is one of my, one of his favorite bands. And he would listen to his album at the house all the time when my dad would come in on layovers from working on the 18-wheeler all day or all week, sometimes even months at a time. But he would like to, you know, come home, relax, have a few brewskis, and just listen to classic rock, 80s. And one of my favorite songs that I would enjoy listening to is People Are Strange. And Hello, I Love You. Those have a good rhythm, a good beat. And then my dad bought a movie about the doors and Jim Morrison. And it just, so as I became an adult, I had to read an actual book about him, an actual documentary, because, you know, movies, they kind of leave stuff out, and they just, it's just for Hollywood purposes, they probably add some things that are not really true, and whatnot. So, as I read this book, I was just thinking, like, wow. He was brought up in a good family. He was he was cared for. His dad was a very successful Navy officer, I believe an admiral. And it kinda it kinda reminds me like how Jim's father wasn't really there for him in his crucial time. Like in his childhood, he became he came he became a loner. Like he just started filling himself with books. He got into film. He liked philosophy. One of his favorites was Nietzsche. And he knew at a young age that he was going to be famous and he become, he became an outcast at school because he would be trying to have these intellectual conversations and you know like how how kids are they just they don't really care you know what i mean but this this guy he he was hungry for knowledge he wanted to 
learn as much as he possibly can. He liked learning. Okay? And he eventually, during his adulthood, proved everybody wrong that ever doubted him. And of course, like when he became famous, it his mom and dad didn't really like it. They told him that he should get an actual job, that he should cut his hair. You know, just even though they, that he was reaching success, it's just they they didn't care. I know his sister cared. I really don't know too much about his brother. He was younger, but... The guy had a heart. Jim Morrison was... was after something great. And when he went to college... He went to go study film at UCLA and then he didn't really feel like that was his career path to go to. So his transformation, he just started to write poetry and grow his hair long and to be unique. And then he met his friend from co college. They were going over books or going over his poetry. And he's like, hey, man, we should make a band and get a million dollars. And he was definitely down. Jim Morrison was more than enthusiastic about that idea. Now, Jim was known to push the envelope with how much he can get away with. And, you know, making fun of cops while he was on stage after getting beat up for making out with a girl in the back. And just, like, really taunting them. Just, like. getting mace in the face because just having fun with the girl you know what I mean it's just like it was basically uncalled for they the the officers didn't know who this guy was and they realized that they made a mistake but Jim Morrison once he got on stage he wanted to, the whole audience to know what happened and then that really pissed off the cops. He was like, all right, Jim. This show is over. You're going to the brig. <laughs> and he did it. After that, he kept doing his shows. And what he would do at his shows... He would end up dropping acid while performing on stage and just act like a fool.
fool. I tell you, just like, this guy don't even know where he's at. He don't even know what he's doing. Just like rolling around on stage and all that. But really, it was just a show. It was just an act. And I believe that he dropped LSD to open up his third eye, to see past dimensions, to use it to open up the doors of perception. In the age of flower power, the summer of love, and an era which a generation sought peace, not war, the doors came out of the darker corners of man's desire. The thing is, the doors were doing we're doing things differently than anyone than anyone else. They make a point in this book that Morrison was trying to create a higher art and to treat music in an ancient Greek tradition of a joyous festive of transcendence. And it's clear that he was isolated because of his vast interest in poetry, philosophy, music, film, art, and literature. I was taken with Jim Morrison and his unique outlook and talent. And I'm gonna I'm gonna quote something from MC Red. A man that's been a mentor in my life since childhood. And he knows that that I'm seeking fame and fortune. And he told me the other day that he read an article from Billie Eilish in an interview. And she said that it's fake. Being being famous, being a celebrity is just all fake. And and then I looked at him and I was just like, I was like, I know MC Red. I know it's fake. I know it's just a show and it's an act. And I appreciate your concern for me. But Basically, you're preaching the required because I already done all this due diligence. I already know what celebrities go through and and the weirdos that they face, and just their life is not private, and I know that. But I feel like. This is something I was destined to do. Just something that. That no matter how. How crazy it becomes being a celebrity or someone famous that. I know that I left a few dents in this universe and that it, it would be something that people would be looking back on. Like what happened with Jim Morrison. Like. I look at what he's done 
even though he's been dead for many years. He, I was born in 1992. The guy died in the 60s, I believe. Late 60s, early 70s. And... If an average guy like that... That was brought up in a caring family and was well taken care of, no financial problems. He still wasn't willing to settle down and take the easy route out and get a cliche job and work the nine to five and retire. You didn't feel like that would bring him happiness. And then he got sick with music and he wanted to do something else. He wanted to work on his poetry and that's why he ran, he went to France. Because a lot of poets came out of France and there were many great artists there. And then that's when allegedly he overdosed on heroin. Even though he hated heroin, he was more in the psychedelics. He just, that's just what they said. In my opinion, I thought he was killed. Just, just because he wasn't willing to do what the establishment wanted him to do and what they, he wanted to take his own route and do something different. Which is what a true artist does. He changes up, he flips a script. You know what I mean? They flip scripts all the time and they do something different and they just, wanted to use him to make money out of him. And he's just like, no, I'm sick of it. I'm getting overweight. Um, I'm not, not getting any younger here, so might as well do what I truly wanted. And that was poetry. And who knows, maybe when he got sick of poetry, he would have been doing something else. Magnificent. Make sure you check out his books. He has wrote some poetry and it's quite intriguing. It's his true thoughts, his true mind, and what he really feels and how he how his outlook of life is. And basically to close off this show is when you are trying to reach greatness. You eventually end up dying before your time. And one of MC Red's kids said to me is, all legends die young. And I was like, yeah, remember those words. And they're like, they told me, they're like, so don't die young. <laughs> so I'm going to be a legend trying to live as long as I can. And his family, they really do care for me. They had me over for Christmas, past two years, and Thanksgiving. So, really definitely appreciate you guys looking out for me. And becoming family, basically. You, you all have a really big heart. really big heart.
So, enough of that. Hopefully, y'all tune in to the next show. Share this on your social media if you find this helpful. And check out that book, Nobody Gets Out of Here Alive. Let me know if you read it. Write a review about it in the comments below. So take it easy, world. Well.